0: Welcome to The Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories, along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective, along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive.
1: Good morning, everyone. This is Angie and Maya today from the Savvy Team. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day. Do you want to say hi, Maya?
2: Hi. <laughs> nice to be back. I know
1: it's been like oh, two months. Yeah, it's been a it's, it's a been bit. a while. It's been I've been lonely. I've been very lonely on these <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> But we've got a fun new series for you guys. And it will be Maya and I for the next little while, which is very exciting. But first, before we go into our new podcast... I want to do a bit of housekeeping because I've been noticing we've been getting a lot of new listeners wanting to join our iHeart Bookkeeping and iHeart Payroll Facebook groups, which is super exciting. We're super thrilled to have you in those groups and in our community. However, you have to answer the questions that are there for you to actually join. We actually can't admit you into the groups until you answer those questions. So over the last couple of weeks, I think there's been about over a hundred of you guys trying to get in. And I keep forgetting at the beginning of each podcast to let you guys know that you need to, if you haven't answered the questions, you need to go back in, request to be joined into the groups again, while answering the questions so that we can actually get to know you a little bit more and then officially accept you into the group because we can't wait for you to join the community. Now that housekeeping is done, let's go in and chat about today's episode. So over the last few weeks, I've been going through talking about creating your digital presence through the use of your social media. But that is not the only way that you can create your digital presence. As many of us know, running a bookkeeping business, it's not an easy task and you have your to-do list that never ends. We've talked about this quite a bit, Um, but it shouldn't be an excuse to kind of do shortcuts to creating your social presence and online presence. And, Probably the biggest thing about creating a proper online presence is having a website, guys. It is so important. It's something that you need to have. It's so vital for bookkeepers now to create a strong and professional first impression for your client, your actual clients and potential clients. So we want to go through and talk about how it's an amazing marketing tool that helps you to keep competitive within the industry, how it can increase the potential of having more leads, which means more sales, more actual clients on board, and it actually creates a better customer service for your company, um, which is something that Maya and I are really big with, um, using the website to be able to do that. And surprisingly, 59% of small bookkeeping businesses still don't have professional websites. So hopefully after this episode, you guys, I know it's so bad, right? It's shocking. Um, It's hopefully after this episode, you guys are going to really embrace being in the digital world and realize how crucial it is to have a website. Um, It has such an importance and we absolutely love websites. So get ready for some passion lecturing, I think, in this episode. (laughs) Um, I know behind the scenes, the two of us have passion lecturings just with ourselves with the importance of websites so get ready for yeah get ready for a very entertaining episode so to keep it simple we thought we could break it down into three reasons there is a bajillion reasons why you should have a website but we broke it down into three reasons so over the last few months I've been talking about your social presence having a website helps your social presence so I love this. I found a saying online um, when I was planning for my bits of the podcast and it is basically no website means losing business. So I think 100%. Yeah. This is a really big thing with us. Um, Basically if you don't have a website, you're not going to be found online. Even if you have amazing socials and follow everything I've just been talking about the last couple months, if you don't have a website, you don't have somewhere for them to actually go and contact you and properly engage your services. Um, It makes you look more reliable, incredible that you're a bookkeeper and that helps people find you basically.
2: Definitely. All of those things, reliability credibility and contact are huge because I mean, yeah, you have a Facebook page, or an Instagram or whatever, if you're already doing your social media, um, so people, like you might think people can get in touch with you that way, so you don't need a website, but think about it from your perspective, looking for a service. If you want to engage someone for, I
0: don't
2: know, you might be looking for, you find two that look really great. One of them has a Facebook page. One of them has a Facebook page and a website One looks more credible to you. If you have to choose between these two really great looking businesses for you to engage with, one just has a Facebook page. One leads to a website.
1: Always pick the website.
2: Yeah. They look so much more credible, like with a website, you can get so much more of an insight into the business. Um, You know, you can learn more about the people like you can from a Facebook page, but there's just so much more that you can do with a website. You have ownership over it. You can, you know, change things. You can change the layout. You can, you know, you can make it look exactly how you want it to and you can guide your potential customers, clients through the, the process of meeting you, seeing what you're all about. Um, and yeah, it just looks so much more professional than just having a Facebook page.
1: It does. And I actually didn't think about that. So over the last few months, I have been fighting Facebook against them updating my overall Facebook layout. I hate the new layout. It's really annoying. And because I'm so active on Facebook, they actually had me, they pushed it on me in like February or something. So I've been pushing it off for months now. And two days ago, it or a day ago, it forced me to do the new layout, which has changed the look of everything, especially business pages now. And it won't let me divert back to the old layout anymore. And it's so annoying and basically what's happened is I really like the layout that I had for a business page before the new change. But because I don't have ownership of the Facebook page, you're always kind of stuck and imprisoned by the capability of Facebook where you're right on a website, you can do anything you want and it's yours and you have control over it. And it is exactly the way you want it to be presented to potential clients. I didn't even think of that. I love that. <laughs> um, web- the other, yeah, go ahead. the other
2: thing that good in the content. So like Facebook, it's been pretty permanent in our lives for a while, mm-hmm. but you know, before that, we had MySpace and oh, nobody MySpace. uses MySpace anymore. Yeah. And there was another platform. I can't remember what it was called. I never used it, but um, yeah, was, was some it was some video annoying. thing Yeah, uh, where a, a lot of people became, you know, really famous within this one particular, uh, like, short video making social, I don't yeah. know what it's called. Um, and then the business went down. And all these people who had built up their their social presence using that particular program, that particular platform, they had nothing. Mm. It was taken away because they didn't have ownership over their content that was in that platform. But So social media is always changing. There's new things that come up. There's things that go out of style. They change their you know, purpose and the way that people use them and all this kind of stuff. But your website is your website and it's your content and it's your layout and it's yours. And no one's going to take that away from you.
1: Yeah, I love that. I didn't pay your bills. Yeah, you guys do have to pay your hosting bills and your domain bills. It's very important, just FYR.
2: But but, but as long as you do that, (laughs) then no one's going to take it away from you. It is yours, 100%.
1: Yeah, and it also like, for your analogy that you did earlier to, um, having, you know, one service where it has just the Facebook page and then one that has the Facebook and the website, I'm kind of a like Google star obsessed with. So basically I, when I look for a new service, I go through and if they don't have Google business listings, I basically don't look at them. Hmm. But, what I do is I really go off of their online reputation, so if it 's something that i 'm really serious about i 'll look through check their social media online rep- like like reputation so check their like Facebook stars, check their um, you know reviews that have been on it, I check the Google business listing reviews and everything, and then I also go on their websites and if they have reviews on their websites then I like am so much more comfortable working with them. So people who don't have those extra bits of reviews, I just don't really consider them. Cause I want, I want to know that yes, they do a really good job. My money is going to be invested properly. And, they're and I'm going to get good service for
2: the money that I've invested. It's I did the sassy. same thing with restaurants. I yes. I go on the Google Maps, which is where you know all the the Google business yes. listings are, and type in whatever I, I want. And if the ones that look good, uh, they have to have a rating on Google
1: yeah. already. I usually a new restaurant I won't try it if it doesn't have a four star rating or above.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to have a rating on Google, and then it also has to have a link to a website because I want to look at i want to see the menu i want to see like the the persona if if the menu if there's a picture of the menu that is readable on google business on the business listing then then that's fine i'm happy with that but if there isn't then and so with with bookkeepers the the similar thing would be like the list of services Services. um if there isn't there needs to be a link to a website if the website link is a facebook link I'm always like,
1: that doesn't count. It doesn't doesn't count count. as a website.
2: So I go to the Facebook page and I look for a link to the website because generally the Facebook page in this kind of situation isn't going to give me that much more information than what Google business does. Hmm. I want to go to the website. So if there's a link to the Facebook page and there's no link to the website, I can't see the proper list of services
1: uh and then i'm i'm not interested yeah no i instantly get disinterested and don't think that they are you know worth my time of investigating any sooner like typically like it sounds like a long process but that process typically takes about what not even a minute and mm-hmm. so within 1 minute of not having a website you can lose so many potential clients just yeah. because you don't have that website and yeah you know Yes, you and I both love websites, but a lot of other people do that process as well mm.
2: yeah, and yeah it's it's like we were saying before, it's about um, being reliable and being mm-hmm. professional and you know showing that you it also shows that you care about the service that you're giving because you value you, yourself yeah, you value uh, your business enough to to have this this website that showcases everything you do. It's like, look, I do all this stuff. It's really amazing cool I and I do it well. You should hire me. Like, yes. you know, that kind of thing. Um, the, the flip side, if you have a website and you don't have any social media presence, it also,
1: also is they go, not great. Yeah, they go together.
2: You, need, you really need to have fun. Yeah. because Because then, like, if someone goes to your website and... I mean, it's slightly off topic. I'm sure you've covered this already in the other, in the other podcast, but um, if someone goes to your website and they like the look of you, they're, they're going to want to check out your Facebook page mm. or your Instagram or their, you know, platform of choice to see a bit more about you. Yeah. People, they engage with you. Like that's a really common thing. Yeah. And what
1: yeah. like, what baffles me is that a lot of startup, cause there's been a lot of startup um, bookkeepers that have been calling and trying to get in, you know, to chat with us uh-huh. is that they're willing to put so much effort into social media, which is ongoing content, but they aren't willing to put that effort in investment into a website, which is mainly all static content. And you mainly, yeah, if you it do it so right, do it like once a year instead of something yeah. every week.
2: Yeah. Update your bio to, to um, like change the amount of years you've been yeah, like, in the industry. And that's about all you need to do. Update your services. If you add a new one, or you are not doing something? Yeah.
1: Like more. besides, you know, uploading and there's things that you can do auto uploading of reviews. Um, but, you know, besides doing blogs and stuff, most of your website is static content. Once it's done, it's done. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. Whereas social media is, it's a never ending list
2: oh, more work in the long run. Yes. Easier to set up. Yeah. That's, um, that's your, the website is a lot of work and a lot of money invested in mm-hmm. the beginning. But then, then you're done.
1: good. Then you're done.
2: Social media is a low initial cost, low initial effort, but the effort is ongoing.
1: Yes. It never ends.
2: So and really like people ask all the time, should I concentrate on my social media or should I concentrate on my website? And if you you really need both. You
1: do. It, they work so well hand in hand together. And actually it's so funny. You said that um, I'm on a bajillion different Google groups for businesses. And someone actually asked that question last night and I went on like a hectic, not rampage, but I wrote like a paragraph worth of, you know, website is important for this your social media is important for this when you combine Mm -hmm. them it's the ultimate thing you shouldn't do one without the other because they both depend on each other so much um Mm -hmm. which is awesome and like it really it makes you googleable if you don't have a website it's so much harder to find you and it gives Mm -hmm. such a good first impression (laughs) like a yeah. really good website, like, and I, we're talking about professional website, guys, like not yeah. like a Wix website that took you two hours to make, and it's not mobile responsive or anything. We're talking about professional websites that are mobile responsive and actually help your business instead of hindering your business. Nothing against Wix. Wix can be amazing. But there is a difference between having Maya create a website and having me do a website in like two to three hours. (laughs) There is a difference.
2: I've seen a lot of really bad websites.
1: I've seen a lot of really bad websites. And what happens with me is if you have a website and it's a bad website, I get equally turned off if you didn't have a website at all.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, having a poor quality website is kind of the same as having a Facebook page and not ever posting to
1: mm. Yeah. Well, it's even like, so I, I find it helps a lot with people is like making it real. So let's say, so your website is basically your office. Okay. So if you, it's great to get an office, you get the rent, you get everything in there. If you just have like one chair and a desk in your office, and you expect people to go in, and it's all gray, and it's like there's one light, no one is going to want.
2: Reminiscent of a prison cell. Yes,
1: no one is going to want to work with you.
2: (laughs) They're all gonna get.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is a bit creepy. I'm getting the wrong impression here.
2: Yeah. But if you but, have your plant and yeah. your poster and like, you know, some uh, nice stationery even. Yes. And uh, maybe some Tim Tam. Some. You know,
1: like put effort into the mm. look because the office is now a virtual office. It is your website. So having that nice first impression, we mm. all do first impressions. Innate. Do you feel good too? Yes. And it's it's something that you can be proud of. And like, I'd love being able to be like, oh, you know, I work with Savvy Bookkeeper. They're amazing. Go check out their website. It's so mm-hmm. informative. There's so much value that you can get from it. Like you don't even need to hire us. Just go on the website. There's so much free stuff there and we love doing it. You get proud of what you do. Whereas if it's not a great website, you're kind of afraid to have people go to that website (laughs) yeah yeah I've definitely had that in the past um talking about you know marketing and everything it's also just a fantastic way of expanding your market because it's a virtual thing and websites are so much more googleable than not having a website (laughs) for one it helps to save you money too so like there is a mass amount of bookkeepers who are still spending so much money on older traditional ways of marketing, like pamphlets, flyers, news ads. It shocks me a little bit, I have to say, um, especially since oh, I love
2: looking at, like, we've started, we've moved to a new house and we're getting <laughs> the like, local newspaper delivered. Yeah. And I love looking at the classified section <laughs> of, like what people are listing it's the it's weirdest it's really thing. bizarre yes
1: like, like don't be one of those bizarre people listing your don't book cuz 100% they are not your ideal clients
2: yeah your <laughs> ideal client is not looking in the classifieds and needing
1: this yes that that's 100% not
2: 100% guaranteed
1: yeah that's not your ideal client be on facebook yeah. or instagram they're on the virtual, especially right now like everyone is online. Um, I was looking up a new stat for how often people are online on on their phones and it has increased again. It's getting to seven and eight hours a day. <laughs> yes, That's so much. Since COVID it's gone up from like I think the average was something like two and a half to three hours and now it's yeah. increased. And this is like a overall world population stat. Yeah. It's increased to like, yes, seven to eight hours. They're online right now. And since most of bookkeeping is online anyways, shouldn't your main marketing source be online? Mm. You know, it kind of, kind of makes some sense there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It makes it so much easier. And you know, with social media, your Google business listing and your website, you have such a great way of communicating your marketing message and getting to those potential clients and making them basically fall in love with you and have your sales pitches done before you even interact Mm -hmm. with them.
2: Yeah, it's a really great way of filtering out your non-ideal clients Mm -hmm. and like attracting people that can already see that they're going to work well with you. Mm. If you present yourself and your business um you know accurately and attractively on your website um and people are going to come to it and if they don't like you know the, the personality that you're putting forward in your website they're going to be less inclined to want to work with you and which is good because you don't want to work with those people anyway But the people who are like, oh, yeah, I really identify with these things that you're saying and the personality and the way, you know, this is worded and everything. Those people are your ideal clients. They're, yeah, you want to work with people who want to work with you, basically.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Like You just finished doing a website um, last month, which has a very specific ideal client, and we are absolutely just obsessed with it. But the way that the website has been done is that you're either, as a client, you're either going to be like, "Yes, this is a hundred percent who I am. This is exactly what I want to work with," or you're going to be like, "No, this isn't my jam. This isn't what I'm yeah. for."
2: And there are definitely going to be people who hmm. would look at that website and be like, "No, no. way, this is ridiculous," but that's, the people that's what that, exactly the people that that business is targeting will look at that website and be like oh this is so cool
1: this is awesome this is like the best and thing and that's what
2: she wants to work with so yeah. exactly so like having your marketing
1: message and then clearly explaining that through your website is just saves so much time mm. and and it makes sure that you know there's I was just finished doing a mentoring series with one of our clients and she basically wanted to do this. She's been a a business owner and bookkeeper for almost as long as I've been alive. It's super impressive. She knows her stuff. It's, you know, it's not one of those things that she doesn't know how to run her business or run a bookkeeping, you know, service. She's amazing at what she does but because she was taking on everyone who could, she could, she wasn't getting her ideal clients and it was taking the passion out of having her business, which is so sad. Mm. Why have a business if you're not passionate about it anymore? So exactly. we went through, did her marketing message and really honed in on who she wants to work with. And it's such an important thing that, Now she's so excited again and she's got those clients now where she's like, okay, they're not my ideal clients. So I need to either hand them off to other bookkeepers who they are their ideal clients or just say that we can't work together anymore kind of thing because now I know who I want to work with. I'll go after Mm -hmm. them instead. Um, And your website is like the best way to do it. It really is. I'm sure
2: so many people, like in in this industry in particular, mm. because finances are a touchy subject for a lot of business owners. So particularly <laughs> in the bookkeeping industry, I'm sure so, so many of our listeners would have experienced having a client that they did not enjoy working with. And once you get that client, and you've been working with them for a while, and then you realize that you really don't like them, um, it's it's really difficult. It can be really difficult to cut that It Makes that you life. not want to work and like yeah. It takes the passion out of your business, and it it just it just you get drains your energy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if you can, and then you have to figure out, well, do I How keep to get rid working of <laughs> in with this person, or how do I get rid of them? If you can filter out some of those people, maybe not all of them, but But at least, you know, filter out some of them before they even contact you in the first place. Ah, life will be so much better.
1: It's so much, and it makes you want to come to work. Like, I think we're Mm. both lucky because every day we legitimately do want to come to work because we love who we work with. Mm -hmm. And that's because we're really specific. On who we're trying to appeal to <laughs> yeah like we definitely have an ideal client and we talk about it as well like we go through and go you know get excited when we're like this is exactly who we want to work with we're so excited to have this client on it makes us excited to work with you which then makes you excited to work with us which makes you yeah and it, it makes the that whole experience so much more worthwhile Mm. because everyone's super excited. The same can be for your clients. Like if you get excited about working with them, they aren't going to dread your phone calls and emails and you're going to be able to work together so much better and you're not going to have to hound them for anything because they're going to be like, oh yeah, I need to do this and I need to do that so she can do this because it's awesome and You know, there are ways to have that kind of relationship with a bookkeeper. It is possible. Mm. And like...
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I love like a lot of great things about websites is that you actually can improve your customer service. I think a lot of people don't actually understand how, like a lot of people, bookkeepers don't understand how customer service can be improved with your website. So, you know, having things available that can actually support your clients by, you know, doing extra booking forms to actually be able to go in and meet with you. Um, either if you do it face to face or do, you know, booking forms to book about possibly, you know, changing their um, service or just, you know, a booking form in general.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, just having a link that they can go to. to book yes.
1: Them. It goes a long way. And like, we love, doing value-added content and Mm -hmm. bookkeepers can do that so amazingly especially right now everyone has the same questions so if you just start a blog on your website answering those questions that's something that you can just direct your clients to and it's amazing
2: it also lets you have lead magnets
1: lead magnets guys which
2: i we talked about that in a previous podcast yes
1: we have
2: we'll put the link to that in the Yes. In the links for this podcast yeah yeah so if you have a, a website you can put a lead magnet on it and as we explained in the other podcast um in much more depth basically a lead magnet is something that you give away for free and if people get good value out of it then they'll be a lot more inclined to trust you and want to engage your your full paid services than yeah. if they just come across your website or, you know, if you don't give anything away, I mean, you can still get clients without doing a lead magnet, but it will bring in it. I mean, it's kind of explanatory in the title of what it does. <laughs> it's a lead magnet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes, it's very self explanatory. <laughs> no, and they're just really good. Like, we're always about, you know, sometimes there are potential clients that we chat with and I kind of go, they aren't our ideal client, but they can become our ideal client and they become our ideal client by working through, listening to our podcasts, reading our blogs, doing our lead magnets. And typically they all, like everyone, I haven't actually met anyone yet that hasn't been able to become our ideal client by working through those items. So if you have those items readily available on your website, you might talk to someone and go, okay, well, I think they would be a great client, but I think they just need a little bit more of an education on what bookkeeping is and why it's important.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people say like a lot Mm. of bookkeepers say that part of their ideal client is someone who appreciates the value of the bookkeeping service Mm. and understands why it's important um and this kind of thing so if you can have blogs blog posts on your website that educates people about you know why it's important why you should appreciate the service like why you need the service all these Mm. things then people can read that and you can turn them into clients. ideal client that you want to work with. It's
1: amazing. And it really does work because we really do do it with Savvy where mm. we love helping everyone, but sometimes like we don't want to waste anyone's time, anyone's money, mm. any of that. So we want to make sure that you can work through the resources that will be able to get the most out of the time that we have together and Mm -hmm. you can do the exact same thing with bookkeeping and it really does work
2: (laughs) yeah and it's something that you can't do with social media as effectively like you can do value-added posts and you should yes but they're not going to be you know as searchable or you know as thorough as blog posts on your website
1: and I don't take them as seriously to be honest So if there's a blog post about something that is right up, something that I'm having a question about, I will read that blog post and I will take it more serious than just a post that I read because someone has put more time and there's always so much more information provided as well, where it just goes so much further for me. Um, Yeah. It just works so much better. But, um, Another thing that we want to chat about is something that we're actually going to do a, this is a sneak peek because we're actually going to do a whole podcast about this next week um, is actually helping you streamline your productivity, which is super important. And we're a bit of nerds and we find it really interesting. (laughs) So, Basically, we want to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of how it can improve your productivity today, but we are going to go in and do, and do a, like a really good in-depth chat about how it can really do a lot yeah. for your productivity. How your
2: website can help yeah. you can align your processes.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. So because you are the ultimate guru of workflows with websites and stuff, do you want to give them just a bit of a sneak peek as to how?
2: Um, well, a good example is what I talked about in the podcast that I did last. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Which is a great podcast. If you guys haven't listened called. to her. Work yeah. The, well, oh, the
2: automation's fun. That's
1: what Yeah. It was. If you yeah. haven't listened to that, we'll um, include it in the links as well.
2: Yeah. So in that, I talked about one example of how, um, a website can help you streamline your process of contacting new clients. So you have your contact form on your website and unlike Facebook, where it goes to messenger and then like, you know, you have to re- reply and it's just like, it's not as nice. Um, it's not as
1: flowed. It's not
2: as yeah. With your contact form on your website, you can do a lot more Um, you can hook it up to a notification system or like a a system that notifies you that sends them an email, lets you know their phone number straight away. So you can give them a call. uh, So they immediately or as soon as possible get to talk to you instead of just like, you know,
1: an automated message,
2: a whole bunch of emails about quotes Mm -hmm. and things. Um, Yeah. So, and then you can send them an email. You can even send them a different email depending on what options they chose in your contact form.
1: Yes. Which is, which is cool. amazing.
2: <laughs> it's so hilarious. that's, that's a little sneak peek of one example. And yeah, you can listen to that. Podcast. It's three shots in the like 20 minutes if you uh, haven't already listened to it. Yes. To get an idea yeah. of what we're going to talk about next week.
1: Yes. It's awesome. And it is our third reason as to why you should have a website but because it's such an important reason we thought we'd do a whole episode about it so we the three reasons are basically to sum up today's um, episode is to create to help create your social presence to help your advertising effectiveness and to help streamline your processes so those are the three reasons but we're going to go through and do a really big chat about the third one um, because it's amazing and it's it's really how off the hook and savvy is able to do so many things is because we streamline the processes so that it doesn't take as long so our productivity is just so much higher because of our website Mm -hmm. um so it's pretty awesome and basically in summary of today's episode, if you don't have a bookkeeping website, you're losing out on opportunities. So you need to have a bookkeeping website guys. It's, it's, it's a pretty important thing. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it's, if you think about it, a website will cost nowadays, you know, a good website. I'm not talking about a not professional website. A good website will be anything between, you know, $3,800 and Four to $5,000. If you think about it in having a client, basically that's the cost of having one good client mm-hmm. come in. So yeah. yes, it might seem like a bit ex- big expenditure off the bat, but if you get a good client coming in, and that's not even a great client, that's just kind of like a mediocre client, it can mm-hmm. easily pay itself
2: off. Yeah. It's like, I think a lot of people um you know, because as we talked about before it's such a big time and financial investment right off the bat um a lot of people put it off mm. they don't need it but and also it's not something that is necessarily going to produce immediate returns mm. either whereas with social social media you see your likes going up you see your page views going up every day um and that's really exciting with your website. It's not as instant, um, but it's an investment. And mm-hmm. if you do it and you add your blog post to you boost your SEO and, you know, you have your links from your Facebook, if you're getting the people coming to your Facebook page, they're going to go to your website. That's the the main of purpose of the Facebook page is to point them to your website. Um, so, yeah, just because it's not going to have... It's, there's that hurdle of being big time investment, big money investment, low initial result, but think of it as a long-term investment. Yeah,
1: it's definitely, and it works as well. And one thing I think it's really important for us to kind of finish off the episode with is really helping everyone understand that the, I'm not going to do like the, the, terminology, that's a sales termo- terminology, but the rate of leads that are actually real leads that are coming to your website is so much higher than the people that mm. are liking your Facebook pages. Just because they're liking your Facebook pages doesn't mean they want to be clients. People who are going to your websites are looking for a bookkeeping business. They need a bookkeeper. So even if you get, let's say you get... 10 likes on a post on Facebook, and you get 10 visitors on your website. The chance of you having a new client is so much higher from the people who are on your website because they are going through and they are more serious. So it just increases your probability of making those new clients rather than just making people interested on social media. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Great. Way to end the episode. Yes. So if you guys have any questions about this, don't hesitate to either comment on our Facebook page um, where we post this podcast up on, or feel free to book in a free strategy time with me. I always like chatting to you guys and seeing how we can possibly help you or what is the best way to go through things. So feel free to go through there. And we are gonna have a blog that's gonna follow up with this podcast for you. So you can always listen to that. And um, read make that. sure, yes, read that. <laughs> it's a Any- <laughs> anytime Green
2: material is red
1: yeah anytime <laughs> fyr guys anytime we have a blog that directly goes with the podcast there's a reason it's because it has extra information to really mm-hmm. help you get the most out of these podcasts so read them <laughs>
2: yeah. it's also so that you can you don't have to listen to the podcast again
1: exactly you can you listen can to the podcast the once and then reference the blog. it's great um but again, you guys, just with housekeeping, if you have over the last couple of months tried to get into our iHeart Bookkeeping and iHeart Payroll um, groups, we would love to have you join, but we just need you to answer the questions before we can have you join. So just re, re-request to get um, included and you can join our Savvy family. Awesome. Do you want to do a, the send-off today or do you want
2: me to do it? And we're going to stay safe,
1: stay sane and stay savvy. Yeah, you remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome, guys. Hope you, everyone has a great day. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other savvy bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.